ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and children of all ages. It is yours truly once again, the Corporate Security Translator, coming at you with all the top corporate security info and translation. So, sit back, relax, make sure you have some good listening device on, and get ready for the ride. and children of all ages. It is yours truly, the Corporate Security Translator, the author of So You Want to Get Into Corporate Security. We are glad to have you here today. I have a real special guest, super duper special guest today, Greg Bowman, prior uh, chief of police, now big time corporate uh, security guy. And he's out here. He's out here to help all the military, law enforcement, emergency services, uh, all of the federal job folks really transition from, from what you know today in your world into what the corporate security world could be. So, without any uh, any more delays, let's get Greg Bowman into the show. Greg, oh, oh, Greg, yes. Oh, my God, look at him. There he is. There, there he are. is. What's going on, big time? Are you doing all right? What's happening, big dog? Always good to uh, chat and see you. Yeah, things are good. Well, enjoying, here uh, we are. Enjoying being here, uh, you know, sharing, uh, helping you to share your wisdom and, uh, you know, reach out to the people that uh, need some help and some answers. Well, the exciting thing that the wisdom today, man, will come from you. That's the excitement. That's why the people, the crowd is going crazy. I, you know, I told the people Greg Bowman was going to be on the show and that's it. That's it, man. The corporate security podcast is gonna it's gonna go nuts after this. It's gonna go nuts, man. So, uh, hey, anyways, why don't you tell the crowd a little bit, man, about yourself, where you came from, all that good stuff. Appreciate it, man. Um, yeah, it's uh, great to be here, and uh, you know, looking forward to, to chatting and sharing some uh, collective wisdom. You know, a little bit about me. Um, going into my fourth year now in the corporate world, it's been an interesting transition. Uh, spent. A little over 20 years, 23 years and change in uh, civilian uh, law enforcement, municipal law enforcement. Worked, uh, you know, started as the dispatcher at a very young age and got to see what that world looked like. And then through um, a few different police departments, got to do a lot of really fun and exciting things and meet some really good people from patrol to detectives. And then obviously up to uh, my terminal rank of chief of police in a, a small agency before I decided to make the jump into the corporate world a few years ago man look at you big time chief what's up chief i should just call you chief all day long man i think that might be it what's up chief that's how it's gonna be man hey listen i'm excited man i'm excited to have you on um Obviously, you got a you got a heck of a background, man, which really helps the folks out there transition uh, from from that world into into what we do today, the corporate security world. And I wanted to break up, you know, the conversation today into a couple different pieces. Uh, one of them is, you know, when when you come into to a corporate world, holy cow. It's a whole different thing, man. Um, so I want to talk about taking your time kind of thing. And then the second uh, really is about moving away from kind of the, the, the ranks, you know, ranks. And we, I don't know, we even might even get into like jargons and acronyms and stuff like that. But but really the difference between one or the other. So um, I'll kind of start off by saying, hey, t- 
take your time. I personally tell people every time I go uh, into a new company or something like that, it takes me a good six to eight months, six to eight months just to kind of figure my way around um, what's what's going on. And, and that's me. That's a, a guy that's been around the corporate world for a very long time. I mean, I spent a little time as a cop, as, as you know, Greg, but man, everything for me has been really the corporate world. So it's about taking your time. I don't know about you. Tell me, tell me a little bit about, you know, when you've kind of got in, got into the corporate world, how was it for you, man, and, and, and how it kicked off? Yeah, no, it's, it's a good point to, to talk about, Carlos. It's, um, you know, the first step I would, I would recommend to people is research what you want to do. You know, coming into it, when I first made that decision to make that jump, you know, I had in my head that corporate security kind of enveloped this little tiny space. You know, am I managing an office? Am I what am I doing? And you know, boy, was I was I wrong. There are so many different facets. There are so many different areas. There's sports. There's office management, data centers, supply chain. I mean, you know, loss prevention. The, the list goes on and right, on. Right. There's a ton of things to do. So, take some time to figure out. You know, and, and I use this line today because I think it applies is what do you want to be when you grow up? I still haven't figured it out yet. I you know I'm, I'm still working on it. But you know, what do you what do you want to do? What what gains your interest? And and then from there start researching potential employers. Start looking at what they do. And during the conversations with recruiters, you know, this is a much different environment than the military or law enforcement circle where what the job offer looks like, what the duties look like, you get what you're given. There's no negotiation. You know, ask questions when you're talking to people, even reaching out through contacts on LinkedIn. Um, you know, hey, let me ask you about company XYZ. What's it like? What it, What's the intake look like? Right. Now, a lot of companies, you know, they'll throw you to the wolves and, and get you, you know, you're hitting the ground, not out of running, but you're scrambling and stumbling and falling while you're trying to figure out what in the hell just happened, which, you're, you know, which way is up. But, you know, ideally, you know, you're learning a whole new business. You're learning a whole new arena. You know, think back to your first day in your first unit, your first team where, you know, your first day in the academy, your first day of boot camp where you're getting screamed at and yelled at. You know, that doesn't happen on the corporate side, but you're trying to figure out which way, you know, where's everybody going? What am I supposed to be doing? And none of it makes sense. Anticipate some of that. Know that that's normal. And ideally, you know, the company is going to recognize that. Your manager, your director is going to recognize that. And the expectations for the first three, four months are going to be really minimal. It's going to be an easy runway nice and mellow into it learn the jargon learn the acronyms learn the players learn the people learn the culture really important learn the process wow what does it mean from a to b if you don't even know where a is (laughs) well good look man good stuff first of all let's talk about this which is the funniest thing Uh, so I'm going to bring it back a little bit first thing that you mentioned I thought was really really cool and it's it's a quick point that we can hit real quick Uh, you're coming from a law enforcement side of the world what you get when you, when you get paid, that's what you're going to get. The public yeah. knows. Everybody knows. That's your payment. Congratulations. But in the corporate world, if you get an offer from somebody, you know what, what, what should you do, Greg, if you get the first offer? Negotiate. 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 Thank, I'm glad you said that, dude, because I thought you were going to leave me hanging. But, but I'm glad <laughs> you – got to negotiate that. So point number one uh, out of that. So you, you get – 
you get an offer in the corporate world today, especially in the tech industry. Tech industry is really good at this. Negotiate. Ask for more money. Ask for more stocks. Ask for uh, more bonus. Ask for whatever the case may be. Uh, you're pretty much, you have the job. The job is yours. Um, all they can do is go back, ask for more money, which they usually do. And you usually come out with a couple thousand more dollars out of pocket, you know, out in your pocket, which is always great. Um, and that gets you in, right? Yeah, I think yeah, that's the way I, you go. I I had a conversation this morning with somebody to that point who reached out to me who's fairly new into this, and they said, "Am I going to, you know, am I going to piss off the recruiter? Are they going to just rescind the offer?" Absolutely not. This is part of the game. Just go with it and ask yeah. what you think you're worth. So yeah, so that was, that was a good point that you brought up. I'm glad you did. Uh, the second point that you brought up there is uh, about taking your time, and hopefully, uh, you you get a company that understands that it's going to take a little bit of time for you to get to you know to 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 do that transition into the corporate world and um jargons and acronyms are super important one Uh. don't use your old jargons and acronyms Uh, one of the things that really turns me off in the corporate meetings where everybody uses i don't know military terms or law enforcement terms and i'm like man this is a corporation and and 95 percent of people in the room won't know what the hell you're talking about anyways um but learn the jargon and acronyms from the company you're coming into as fast as possible because yeah. you're going to need it. You know, and I think you and I talked about this before uh, one time on, on how, you know, I, I know I, I have to do when I go into a <laughs> brand new meeting in a brand new company. Uh, but but don't, didn't you have to jot some stuff down or something like that, too? Here's my handy notepad that I keep. And, you know, my first uh, handful of meetings going into you know, a couple different companies as I was new was, you know, you, you learn to sit back and just kind of read the room, the culture. What does the cadence look like? What's the, how does the meeting progress? But, you know, I, I used to joke that law enforcement, you know, we had our own language, military, the same thing. It's got nothing on the corporate side. Um, right. <laughs> you know, I would, I, I would come out a half, man, I'm serious. I'd come out of a half hour meeting with a full page of acronyms or terms that I just, you know, just kind of, uh-huh, uh-huh, I'd smile and nod. I had no idea what it meant. Then you know whoever I was working with, you know, okay, hey, I need right. some help here. What does this whole list mean? Because I have no clue. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's. I mean, that's it. That's exactly it. So, a couple of great points right away, man. I appreciate that because a lot of people coming in, they don't know that you can negotiate. Second, uh, let go of all your old jargons, uh, memorize and get involved with your new jargons and acronyms right away because you're going to need it and you're going to need it fast. So um, very cool stuff, man. Uh, Since we're talking about that, man, there's always also a thing about rank. And And I think that in the law enforcement, military, emergency services, you know, firemen and stuff like that. Uh, if you have a couple of bugles on, on your lapel, people usually listen to you. In the cop world, if you got like a captain kind of thing, you know, a sergeant above, people listen to you. In the military, same way, people listen to you. But I think the difference is that you have to follow orders in those fields to where in the corporate world, it's not really like that, man. I don't think ranks or your position really matter, does it? Yeah, it, it's it's it, it does matter, I think, but it's it's a totally different dynamic. And right. you know, going from the the, the the law enforcement side, where it depends on the size of the department, the the chief of police, the sheriff, whoever it may be, engaging with the least senior person on the patrol team, that's not going to happen very often. You know, we always used to joke that you'd get the captain or the chief would jump on the radio once in a while and call somebody back to their office for a meeting. And invariably, 
the radio would just go dead silent for the next like minute and a half. And <laughs> is, it, just, is it like Dead Man Walking or something, man? What is that? I mean, that was always the you know everybody just right. you know just shuts up and you're like, uh oh, what happened? Where uh, you know in the corporate sector, we're not in offices, we're not in cubicles. At least in a lot of the tech companies, it's all very open. And even up to your vice president of maybe your security pillar or team, who may have four or five hundred people underneath him, you'll pass him or her in the hallway. First name, hey, how's it going? How you doing? And that's okay, and that's normal. That's to be expected. You know, it's a much flatter organization. You're expected to pull your weight to do your job. Right. Not going to get micromanaged, and you, know, yep. you were hired for a particular role. Get it done. Yeah, and it's you know it's interesting in those meetings, and you probably set them too, and realize that I've been in meetings where I walk in, and I know for a fact that I am not the most intelligent person in the room, and by far I am I probably know the least amount of corporate security, and, and this is from a guy that's been in corporate security for a long time. Now I can just imagine somebody coming in from law enforcement, military, and they're about to sit in a room, and they're going to talk about access control systems, you know, and you've never really dealt with access control systems and I mean you can't sit there and pull rank I think a lot of times you just gotta smile and nod and say thank you and you're the greatest and I'm so glad everybody's here and and you're the best and uh, kind of just sit back and really enjoy it see what's going on read kind of going back to taking your time read the room yeah. figure out you know, we, you know we talked about it the other day how do meetings start how do they end kind of stuff yeah, it's it's you know having some some situational awareness and um, you know one of the distinctions I, I think we've talked about before is you know in maybe a more formal setting in a paramilitary or military structure the commanding you know rank will be driving that meeting or set the tone make the opening remarks and then okay Francisco what do you have Bowman what do you have and and that's how that goes where on the flip side if I set a meeting and it involves my director his director whomever else in that pillar and I'm briefing them on whatever topic it is, that's my meeting to drive. It's my responsibility to facilitate it, to engage, to right. carry that conversation. The rank, so to speak, doesn't factor into that. You know, they're there for a reason relying upon my expertise or my process that I need to drive. And that's that's a, a notable distinction I think to make. Yeah, it's a note that's for sure, man. And one of the things that I noticed too is that it, there's some folks that'll come in and in your career, I mean, you spent 20, 25, 30 years and you were the best and, and you made it up the rank and you knew everything about it. But coming into the corporate world, man, that's like a whole new language. It's coming into a whole new country. You just retired and you moved to El Salvador or something to spend the rest of your days on the beaches of El Salvador, but you don't speak Spanish, you know, and you don't know the culture and you never really eaten El Salvadorian food and you've never really walked in sandals and a t-shirt and board shorts because that's how you roll on the beach in El Salvador I'm guessing you know me being Brazilian and all you think that's how they roll but now you know but that's like a whole new country man it's a whole new world yeah. the, the, the walk is different the talk is different man how did, how did you feel? Like, do you remember a time where you just walked in somewhere as if your first time and you're no longer the popo man and you're like, yeah, man, I know it all. I know it all. And then you come into a meeting and you go, oh, snap. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you hit on a really good point, Carlos, is that, you know, people making this transition, you know, you've likely been in your respective law enforcement or military career for 10, 15, 20 plus years you know that arena you know it inside and out you know how it functions you can do it with your eyes closed coming into now 
this whole new area, you're the noob. You're the new person, Ooh. the new guy, the new gal. And you may not have that breadth of experience. It's a hard pill to swallow, and, and humility really plays a big factor into that. Recognizing humility. that you don't know, you have a lot to learn. Being that lifelong student, engaging, and being able to admit, I have no clue what you're talking about. Can you help break it down and help me learn, help me understand? Man, you're making so many good points, man. So, Have you been reading my book? I, you know, I, I, I read every little blurb you put out, and uh, you know, I, I just I take it in. It's it's phenomenal, man. Let me tell you something. So, one, we you know one of the pieces of so you want to get into corporate security talks about uh, it breaks down to know it all kind of person. Like you come in and you, and you know it all, and and a lot of times you did in a past life, and it's and it's okay to, to do those things, um, but. The world of corporate security, man, it's like it's like a whole other thing. And being humble right off the get-go, when when you literally come in as a leader that came from the military, law enforcement, you come into the law enforcement, I mean, uh, into the corporate security world. If right away, if right away you show humility, you know, you give a little bit of yourself. You let people know, hey, I don't know that, or hey, uh, I tried that. Uh, it, it, I apologize to everyone. It didn't work, and it's my fault, right? A little bit of that humility, man. Go a long way to earning some good friends right off the bat, man. I really do believe so. And I think it's a great part of leadership too, man, for you to just be that vulnerable, you know, to your people. I think it's okay. It's, it's all right to do that in the corporate world for sure. Yeah, it's it's critical that, you know, people demonstrate some emotional intelligence and, and recognize that, you know, it's not utopia. Any any arena you go into dealing with people is going to be is going to be challenging. You're going to get to the corporate world now and start working with somebody and just think, "Wow, I worked with this guy's twin brother ten years ago." I, I, I'll, <laughs> I'll swear it's him reincarnated. But you know that aside, for the most part, I think in in you know the places that you and I have worked, most people have that willingness to share. Um, you know, I share a story when I first started with. Uh, you know, the latest company I'm with, you know, I'd walk around the building and I'd stop and introduce myself to people. Hey, I'm Greg. Nice to meet you. What do you do? Are we going to work together? <laughs> I, I got some strange looks. I won't lie. You know, yeah, I got yeah. like, you know, some interesting who, who, who let this guy in here? Yeah, man? Who is this guy? Does he have a badge? Like, you know, yeah. like, but, but it also opened some doors and started some conversations. Just being able to admit, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you do. And our, right. our, our team's going to work together at any point. And if not, hey, cool. I get to see you around the building and I'll see you next time. But it actually opened some conversations up to start chatting about background and, hey, where are you from? What do you do? And it, it creates that, that rapport and that relationship. Man, I'll tell you, this is all good stuff, man. In, in, in a bit, though, I'm probably going to ask you right right before the end, you know, about a, a couple, one one or two tip, tips they have for anybody that's transitioning uh, from from those fields, the military, law enforcement, uh, emergency services, or the federal jobs. And, um, I, and I want you to be as honest as possible because I personally, I mean, I've had some difficulties just translating from company to company. Yeah. You know, it's it's. There's been some tough times. Uh, you and I have had the opportunity to work at a couple of companies together, and one we know it's much different than the other. Yeah, much different than the other. So uh, the approach is totally different. Um, but I do I do think 
going back to what we just said, humility and being vulnerable as you come in from the outside world into the corporate world, it is perfectly fine. It is perfectly okay. You don't have to act like, like again, you know it all. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, you know what, another thing that really kicks me off, well, it ticks me off a little bit is when people go, well, I, you know, in my past life, I used to do it this way. And their past life, again, had nothing to do with the corporate world. And they believe that they're right. And I, you know, and I've sat in rooms with folks like that to to the point that afterwards I go, hey man, I, I got to talk to you. That you know, and you know this, Greg. I, I'm not afraid of doing those things when the time is right. Obviously, I don't do it in front of people, but I do say, hey man, I, uh, I got to talk to you. Uh, so. <laughs> A lot of times, it's kind of weird to me. It's weird that people just go, yeah, you know, I know it all. And, and I'm like, oh, man, here we go. You know? I don't yeah, know. And I, I think people, you know, I think at this stage in, in folks' career that, you know, the, that are the audience for our chat here, you know, they've worked with those types of people and, and they know, okay, you take them at face value and, and anybody says they know everything. Uh, okay, hey, more power to you, and, and I, I know what to expect from you. That's you know, I'm going to draw that line there. But um, yeah, it's 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 being open to hearing and learning, and, and you know, even if you work with a team that maybe you don't necessarily see on a regular basis, hey, help me understand your business just for my own edification. I just want to learn what what wow. do you folks do? What do y'all do? And it, it, you know, is there any opportunity for me to learn a little bit more because it may make me better? overall and more being able to contribute more to the company down the road what an awesome way to create new friendships man and actually and truly understand the corporate business because you know we're always a supporting act to everything that we do and you just hit on an awesome point man go out to your partners and say hey can i shadow one of your team members for a day i want to know what you guys do and then kind of break down each line of business and go learn each line of business every single day and i have a feeling that whoever hired you would be perfectly fine uh with you doing that because it it only makes you better as a person gets you to understand the business a little bit more and obviously creates some friends there's nothing worse than than having somebody in a meeting too greg that um doesn't understand the entire business and they're very adamant on how they're going to do security without taking account to a facilities needs or to a uh, uh, security, um, the systems folks need, uh, even the cleaning crew, what they need and what their needs are. Um, So what do you think about that? You know, I I think it speaks to to a team environment. You know, I, I used to, in the law enforcement world, in the city environment, we had our public works, we had our fire department. We had all these different teams, and, and ultimately, we're all working together towards a common goal of delivering a service to that municipality. And in the corporate sector, it's the same analogy. Um, you know, one of my first forays was into the data center world, and the company I started with, um, you know, physical security. Okay, I can talk with locks, I can talk access control and cameras and movement. That's great. But one of the one of the great things that you know some of our team members did was we shadowed the technicians that were actually doing the server drive replacements and you yeah. know their world and see right. what it is they do and you know nothing I'm ever going to do in my lifetime more than likely. But what I recognize and what we realized is that we had a, a, an intersection point where ultimately I was responsible for those hard drives. They're working a process to do theirs, and ultimately it led to a conversation where, hey, this is what I'm going to end up doing. How are you guys going to approach it? And we worked out some bugs before we even had them, and it made right. for a much smoother environment. Plus, 
I got to learn a little bit more about something I had no idea about. Holy cow, man. I mean, that that is a that is a perfect example of exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll give you another one, too, that which, which is kind of interesting that I learned. You know, I'm like, well, we have these cages out here with all these racks. Let's go ahead and, and make just build a wall around them. Why not build a wall around them? Why are we doing these cages? This is like the craziest thing I've ever seen. Just build a wall around and lock with doors and stuff like that. Not understanding and knowing that, dude, there's an airflow <laughs> issue. You got to have air. You're going to overheat these entire things. Like, you know. Who knew? Who knew, right? But those are the things that you would come in if you're somebody that doesn't understand physical security because you might have came from these other, you know, military law enforcement, emergency services or federal job. You may not know that. You you want to secure it, you know, Fort Knox, this thing. But uh, but that's not that's not how it works. You got to understand what the other lines of businesses need in order for you to propose uh, the security features that you want to propose, man. Yeah, yeah, and that's, uh, you know, if it was left up to each individual team of security or the, the technicians, whoever, we'd all build it to the 30th degree, which would be great, yeah. but then the other teams wouldn't be able to function. So where do you have those conversations and find that middle ground of, hey, how do we try to satisfy as many people as we can while still maintaining the integrity of the business? Oh, man, that's a whole other party, too, man, trying to sell security and but the right doing it the right way. That's a whole other conversation, too. But listen, um, we're kind of slowing down here on time, man. And I I wanted to leave a little bit of time for you. You know, if you had one or two things that you could say to anybody, anybody that's coming from those fields, military, law enforcement, emergency services, federal jobs, man. One thing, they're coming in, they're transitioning into the corporate security world. What do you think, man? What do you think they should focus on, think about, do, whatever the case may be? It's one thing, I'll break it up into a couple pieces. Um, Do some research. You know, we spoke about this early on, is figure out what you want to be when you grow up. Reach out to people via LinkedIn or through common friends, or if you know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody, reach out and do that cold call. Um, you know, I know a lot of us, you and I included, we get hit up on LinkedIn pretty frequently and I try to make an effort to reach back to people and say, hey, look, I'll spend 20 right. minutes with you in chat and give you what I can learn in terms of lessons learned. So figure out what, you know, make sure it's the right fit. And the second piece of that is at some point, you're gonna have a conversation with a recruiter, with a hiring manager, um, have questions in your mind as to the culture, as to the environment. Is it something that you really want to get into? Um, you know, I worked for a company, you and I both did, that it didn't quite line up with our values and our, our, right. our own beliefs. And it wasn't the best fit. Didn't say, doesn't mean it was bad. Right. But ask those questions to ensure is just as much the employer is looking at you for a good fit, make sure it's a good fit for you with that employer. Because the last thing you want to do is get into something six months, a year, a year and a half into it and just be miserable. And it's not what you want to do. You can, all, you can never head that off completely. But the more questions you ask, the more of a feel you get, the more educated of a decision you can make as you make that jump into that career. Man, great points again. Doing your background work on the culture. That's key. You get the culture in of a company. You really try to understand it. People on LinkedIn tend to be pretty honest uh, because they're not, you know, they're not under their company umbrella at that time. And they'll tell you uh, how it works and everything else. But do your background work, man. That is key. What you said, Mr. Bowman. And with that, me amigo. Thank you. 
thank you once again for giving me a little bit of your time, giving the, the military, law enforcement, emergency services, and federal folks a little bit of your time, man, your knowledge. You know, that, that brain of yours, man, is just tremendous. All these little, I can see these little minions working in there right now, just kind of putting out ideas, my friend, because that's what you do. That's always what you a, do. Always a pleasure, my friend, always. The brain, man. Hey, this is the brain here behind behind everything and anything and what, I, uh, what I'm involved with at work, man. This guy, you get Greg Bowman in a room, get ready, because you, you're about to, to go for an awesome ride of, of knowledge, understanding, kindness. By the way, this is one of the nicest guys. You have, probably one of the nicest police chiefs I've ever met. Let me tell you <laughs> something, man. This is a nice dude, man. But uh, anyways, Greg, thank you once again, buddy. Um, if, so I'm guessing if people, you know, want to reach out to you, man, they can reach out to you on LinkedIn still and kind of, you know, chat chat you up, man. Does that, yeah, that work? Yeah, find me, uh, find me on LinkedIn and uh, reach out and you know, have to have a conversation and uh, share uh, the, the couple little nuggets that I've uh, cultivated along, you know, the way and with the help of uh, great friends and mentors such as Mr. Francisco here. Oh, slow down, bro. Slow down. I'm, remember, I'm not paying you for this, man. There's no, there's no payment here. So, all right, brother. Well, thank you very much, and uh, everybody out there in the field, military, law enforcement, uh, emergency services, and and the federal jobs. If you're looking for some info, reach out to Greg. Reach out to myself. Reach out for you know many of the folks that are out there trying to help you transition into the corporate world. And uh, the book's coming out soon. It's called uh, "So You Want to Get Into Corporate Security." There's going to be a lot of great information on there about it. Uh, but check out the videos. I put videos up on LinkedIn all the time. So uh, just check me out there, Carlos Francis. Francisco CPP CST. I'm the only one that's a CPP CST. And uh, yeah, find me there. So to everybody around the world, take care and good night. <laughs>